Hi everybody, it's AJ with the In Between Podcast. In the next few moments, you're going to hear a conversation between four teenagers. And if you're an adult listening, I know what you're thinking. Why in the world should I listen to them? They don't have any life experience. And I get that. I understand that when we're young, we think we know way more than we actually do. And in fact, part of the maturity is recognizing that you don't know anything or maybe how little you knew when you were younger. But I want to ask you if you would join with me in listening to these four teens discuss how to talk to a teenager. In this episode, Daphne and I came up with a series of questions that we believe will give you a straight, honest insight into how to better communicate with those that you're closest to. And I want to ask you, would you pay close attention to what they're saying and what they're not saying? Most of all, would you listen? It's said that teenagers are hard to talk to, but I can tell you after an hour, we turned the recording off on this particular podcast, and they proceeded to talk for another half an hour about multiple issues. And I've personally found that this is true with most teenagers that I've talked to over the years. When they believe that you'll listen without judgment, they'll give solid responses, and the point of view that that can only be theirs. And then they'll actually appreciate and listen and respect you more whenever you give yours. And this is really the approach that I've tried to take when it comes to conversations with Daphne, uh, when it comes to other conversations that I've had with teenagers through, throughout the years, is just to listen. And if you as a parent will listen, I can promise you that your teenager will engage with you in a conversation on a whole new level Uh, that you've never experienced before. We asked these four to come and be with us. And each one of them, uh, they're not Daphne's like close knit network of friends. Like we, we, I didn't want that. I wanted, I wanted her to invite people that she knew that she was friends with, but you know, maybe they didn't necessarily hang out day to day or, or they don't see each other all the time. And they come from different social backgrounds Uh, They come from different faith backgrounds. They come from just different avenues of life. And I hope that you enjoy what they have to say and that you'll listen as they talk about how to talk to a teenager. We gave them these questions, and these are the responses that uh, you're going to hear. I hope you enjoy it. everybody to the in between podcast i have a few of my friends here today we've uh we've kicked out my dad and it's just gonna be a few teenagers having an interesting conversation today but uh before i introduce them i'd like to remind you to like and subscribe hit the bell you know comment down below what you want us to talk about and check out our blog at inbetweenpodcast.com so would you guys like to introduce yourselves I can go first. My name's Brooklyn, and uh, yeah, um, I go to school with Daphne. Yeah, I'm I'm Xavier, and I also go to school with Daphne, and I live pretty close. So that's a fun fact. <laughs> I'm Georgia. I don't live close to Daphne, and I don't go to school with her, but we are friends. <laughs> and if you all remember from a couple podcasts ago, Georgia has been with us before, so. Sure. 
You've, you've done the rodeo. What's yes, that thing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I'm going to start off by saying that kids want to talk to their parents. Yeah. It's, it's hard because kids want to. It's how do they is kind of like the question. Because I will talk to my mom and dad about everything all day long if I could. Mm-hmm. There's just certain things where it's like, is a parent going to be okay with hearing about that specific thing? Yeah. Mm, yeah. I don't know yeah, about 100%. That. Yeah. yeah. Self-incriminating. You didn't <laughs> <know>. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, that works for our first question is, uh, does a parent's reaction matter? So, like, when you're talking to them. 100%. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Okay. For sure. Yeah. It, it matters because we... I mean, I know personally that I don't want to let my dad down. I don't want to let my mom down. They are people who have done it all, and I literally, quite literally, was created by my mom. So <laughs> I don't want to let down the person who created me, you know? Mm-hmm. And that sounds weird, but a lot of things that I don't say is because, you know, I'm, I'm a little afraid that I'm going to feel, I don't want to say judged, but just I'm going to let them down. Mm-hmm. I don't want to feel like that. I'm not really yeah. a bad kid. I feel like I can do things right. But there's also certain things where it's like, you know, like, I'm worried. Like, what are they going to think? What's going to happen? And, you know, more often than not, they are really supportive of me. But there are those times where it is difficult. It is difficult to talk to them about certain things. They have different viewpoints than me. And I'm a, I'm a kid, you know. I make mistakes. And mm-hmm. I mess up. And I don't know. I think that's the, – I don't know. I think, like, they know that. But I, I think it's hard for me to, like, also understand that, too. Because I, I don't want to disappoint them. You know? Yeah. Totally. I feel like there's – there's, like, the times where you just want them to listen and to hug you, and then there's a time where, like, okay, I actually need help. I have no clue yeah, what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think that, like, if it's – and it's hard to get that across to your parents because they can't read your mind, obviously. But if they, were like, react differently than what I'm expecting, it's like, oh, well, maybe I'm not going to say that again mm-hmm. because – yeah, that's actually, that's a really good yeah. point. If they react, like, a certain way to something, you're like, well, I definitely cannot tell yeah. you that. Yeah. <laughs> that Saturday night, yeah. and, you know, sometime, you know, <laughs> I can't say that now. Yeah. So, yeah. it's different. Yeah, I, I mean, I feel like, I feel like there's a big difference. Like, for instance, you know, my parents are, are split up, and the way that I talk to them is very vastly different because of how they react. So, like, when I tell my dad certain things, you know, he'll, especially if there's, like, like stuff that I got in trouble, that I could get in trouble for, stuff that I did that was bad, he would he would take things as a learning experience. He wouldn't be mad. He might be disappointed, but he's like, hey, listen, like, let's just turn this into a learning experience. And I really appreciate that. But when it comes to talking to my mom, which I still try to talk to my, my, mo- my mom, it always feels like she just tries to, you know, just immediately want to punish me, you know. And I feel like, I feel like with a lot of, with, <laughs> with a lot of kids, you just, like, you don't want to. You want to be able to make make them learn the mis- learn about their mistake themselves, and like that's what my dad yeah. was doing. He mm-hmm. he was giving me the opportunity uh, the opportunity to learn from it. My mom was just punishing me and trying to like give, put it out there for me to learn, but she wasn't actually helping me understand it. Well, I will say this is like parents react different to different things. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. there there are definitely some things where I'm like I need to go talk to my mom about this, mm-hmm. and then I'm gonna and then I'm gonna ask her how I should bring it up to my dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, like. There are certain things, and, you know, my parents are separated as well, and um, it's actually quite interesting because you see how they become their own person. They're not a Mm -hmm. team anymore, so they have to figure it out, and it's actually quite interesting because my dad, he has a lot of rules and things that he believes in, and my mom's 
like polar opposite. And mm-hmm. like together they want to raise me and they still want to be co-parents and they're great co-parents and things like that. But it is different for both of them, which I think is really interesting. So it does it does change how I can talk to either of them. Um, and I think personally, uh, from personal experience, uh, couples have like different roles, you know what I mean? So yeah, like yeah. depending on the relationship, either the mom or dad will be like the the punisher, the control parent, and then the other one will be like the favorite, you know? Yeah. The yeah. Yeah. Play with. Yeah. 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 I'm I mean I think like the real question that I kinda wonder and I've wondered about this for a while is like, you know, does like me, you know, for instance, I'm I'm the guy I'm the one guy here. <laughs> and I know that I can talk to I feel like even not even just about those problems, but I can just talk to my dad about just a lot more stuff than I can talk to my mom about. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if like that goes with a lot of kids, like not even just those types of conversations yeah. to have with the parents, but just like, you know, being able to be honest. What does do you guys think that that has something to do with like gender? Yeah, like gender or like oh, connected absolutely to parents. not. Nope. You don't think so? Nope. Well, I no. I yeah. went, I'm sorry, Daphne. What were you saying? No, no, no. It's okay. Oh, you go okay. first. I how do I how do I put this? Um, so my mom, there's certain things where I can talk to her about. Like, hey, mom, like I need some certain feminine products, and I need your help with this, right? So yeah, with my dad, there's certain things where he's like. All right, what did you do? How did it happen? What do you need? And I'm like, well, X, Y, and Z, X, Y, and Z, X, Y, and Z. And he's mm-hmm. like, okay, yeah. I'm going to help you figure this out. And I'm like, Dad, I'm really scared to tell Mom. I'm not sure what I'm going to say. And he'll be like, don't tell Mom. Or he'll be like, <laughs> 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 yeah, he'll be like okay, you just got to be honest with her. So I don't think there's, like, a gender difference at all. Like, I don't think gender has anything to do with it, honestly, because I'm really close with both my parents, especially mm-hmm. my dad. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't think there's a difference. Okay, so I think, uh, yeah, it doesn't matter. Like, gender doesn't matter because I know that I'm very close to my dad, but I have to go to my mom sometimes for, you know, like, periods and stuff like that. So, but I don't know. From a young age, I think dad was, like, the the fun one, you know? The one to go do something (laughs) stupid with. And then mom's like the, maybe you shouldn't do that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I don't think that gender has a ton of things to do with it, except, like, those certain cases where it's, like, you know, they're the only person that is actually going to get it. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I totally agree that my dad is the one that I go to when I want to do something that's, like, a little crazier. Like, I wanted – my dad took me to Morocco this summer – and um, we went, like, to the Sahara and stuff. And I know that my mom would never do what we did <laughs> with us if she was there. So, um, like, yeah, I think I, – I, I don't think it has anything to do with it. It's just more personality. Yeah. Well, and, like, my dad will take me shooting and we'll go, like, do really cool stuff. And then I'll go with my mom and we'll go get our nails done or something. Exactly. Yeah. I, different yeah. things with different parents. It's not yeah. – Not to say my dad's more fun than my mom. They're both equally yeah. fun. Just – they have different strengths, yeah. though. Like, yeah. there's some things that I would never in, like, all my years on this earth talk to my dad about with things that I would actually talk to my mom about. <laughs> no, I'm not talking to you about that. I'm going to mom. And he'll even tell me. He'll be like, that is a topic for mom to talk to you about, not me. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I feel like, especially, like, recently, the past, like, month or so, you know, I'll be at my dad's, and me and my brother will be at my dad's, you know, I, I'm one of two boys in my family, and so whenever we go to my dad's, it's like, for some reason, the past month, we've just had these deep conversations just about, like, life, and, like, it's definitely awkward, and then especially, like, last night when he, like, really wanted to, like, push that conversation, and that's something that I feel like is pretty big, like, you can't, as a parent, push 
those conversations on your kid, you got to kind of like set yourself up to have that kid be able to go and talk to you. And I feel like mm-hmm. that's something that's like very much different. Like, even though I was just saying my dad did it, I know that my mom will like try to force conversations on me, which just kind of makes me less likely to want to actually bring it up. Whereas with my dad, he'll, he gives me the opportunity to set myself up to talk to him. So even though dad's not really here, he's sort of in the room and I'm leaning over to a microphone at the moment. And it's interesting that you say that because what I find is there's a lot of times whenever Daphne wants to talk about something and I don't feel like talking. Oh, right. (laughs) But then there's other times, hold on, hold on. (laughs) But there's other times whenever I just, I chime in and I'm like, okay, yep, I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and have this conversation. Um, even though I don't feel like it. And so for the parents that are listening to this podcast, I feel like that's a critical thing. It's not my, it's not your responsibility as a kid. Mm -hmm. I don't feel like it's not Daphne's responsibility as a kid to um, talk whenever she feels like it. It's my responsibility as the adult in the room to suck it up and be the adult and Mm -hmm. have the conversation with you when you're ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. When we're ready, and also, well, yeah. Well, you are the parent. You did sign up for it, so it's kind of, <laughs> you know, yeah. So it's kind of like, well, I gotta suck it up and I gotta talk to my teenage daughter about something that makes me totally uncomfortable, but I have to. I think, <laughs> I think Xavier did make up a really good point, though. Is like constantly asking, "What's wrong? What's wrong?" It's like I, yeah. if I don't want to talk about it. I cannot talk about it because the the entire conversation is you questioning me. And interrogating me on what's wrong. Mm -hmm. And I'll come to you when I'm good and ready. And it has absolutely nothing to do with how much I love you or how much I care about that person. Nothing. Like, it has everything to do with, do I feel like talking about it? (laughs) Yeah. I think that's interesting because I feel like my sister's a lot like that. But with me, if my mom or my dad asks me one question if I'm wrong and if, if, like, if something's wrong. And if something is wrong, I'll just burst into tears and, like, I'll just... basically tell them everything that's on my mind and I don't know if that I don't know I'm a very extroverted person and I'm a very like empathetic human being so I don't know if that has to do with that but I think that's interesting because I will literally if anyone asks me if I'm okay and I'm not okay I will burst into tears right then and there (laughs) yeah and I feel like I feel like that that whole ideal like idea kind of can go with not just parenting and relationships between parent and child, but just with any sort of friendship or relationship, just to be able to not, you know, if you see someone's down, you let them know that you're there and you can talk, but if, you know, you don't want to pressure them into anything. And I feel like, you know, that's that's just, it was like super key just in in all, but I feel like part of it with parents, and this could also go with friends too, is the fact that a lot of times when a parent will force such conversations is because like they want to know if like there's anything they can do, you know, and, but, but in a lot of senses, there's not really much a parent can do. You know, if you're having trouble at school, like with friends or something, like what is the, what is your, what is your mom or dad going to do? You know, go and beat up your friends or beat up the boy. (laughs) I know, I know know, AJ was thinking of that, but you know, there's just, there's certain things where it's like, yeah, I, I appreciate you there for me. But you just can't really do much, and I—that's something that a lot of parents, you know, they'll—they don't really kind of comprehend that. I feel like. Parents, I hope you were listening there as they're talking about 
wanting to be heard. Um, I don't think I articulated it very well uh, when I chimed in on the mic there, but I was trying to make it clear to kids and, and, and hopefully clear to you that we're the adults in the, in the conversation, right? And so it's our responsibility to respond to the kid like an adult. And, and I know there's lots of times whenever I'm doing something or I'm distracted or I'm trying to quote unquote relax. Right. And, um, Daphne will come to me with something and I, and, and, you know, the, the automatic reaction for that, for all of us, I think is to, is to be selfish with that and be irritated. And, and there are times whenever, you know, maybe it's been a bad day and you just can't engage. And, and Daphne's experienced that from me, but there's also those times whenever you are the parent, you're the adult in the room that you just got to step up and say, yeah, I want to hear what you got to say. Uh, you set everything aside and, uh, you focus on your kid for those few minutes. And when you do that, um, even though it seems like a chore at the time, I can promise you it'll feel like a reward in the end. So I want to encourage you to do that. Um, the next little segment of this, you're going to hear them uh, ask how they want their kids or how they want their parents to respond uh, when they do something dumb. And uh, these are some fun answers. If you mess up and or you want to ask something, how do you really want them to react? Oh, that depends. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of times I'll like I'll ask friends first, like, hey, what do you guys think I should do here? Yeah. You know, which yeah. It's honestly not the best thing. I, I don't really recommend that because uh, everyone's parents are different. <laughs> Your friends are dumb, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I've met them. They're not the brightest eggs. Okay. I, okay. Well, I have, I, like, I have one friend who literally his parents kicked him out and he was on the streets. And so like, he obviously is like, don't tell them do this. Don't do that. And then I have another friend who's like super close to his parents and his parents are also like super like FBI agents. He's scared to do anything <laughs> around them. And, like, so we saw, so he's, so he's kind of like, no, you should definitely talk to them about this or they're going to find out another way. And I, so I feel like that's not really the best thing to do, but I'll still do that. Yeah. Well, okay. A solution for that, Sorry, a solution for that for me is going to my siblings because we have mm-hmm. the same parents. You understand? So it's like, I'll go to Maggie all day and be like, mm-hmm. Maggie, I did something and I need you to help me figure it. I need you to help me get out of this pickle. Do I tell mom? Do I not tell mom? <laughs> what, what do I do? And usually what it is is don't tell her, but if she asks you, tell the truth. Yeah. <laughs> it's usually Honesty what it is. is key. Yeah. yeah. But th- like, there's a lot of things like, um, there's certain things that have happened in the past year where I would get in big trouble at my mom's house, like big, big trouble, like something happened, like type of trouble where she took my phone for like a month or something, and then I go to my dad's house, and he goes, ha ha, loser, mom busted you, he told me that, and I was like, you're so annoying, and he was like, ha ha, you suck, and I was like, thanks dad, that's really great, so that's also helpful, like because they're not in the same house, my dad, he's like, whatever you do at mom's house, that's mom's authority and how she's going to discipline you. Mm-hmm. And they have a rule where if I do something wrong at one person's house, the other person can't discipline me. It's that, it is that parent's job, you know, which is actually really interesting. Um, but that's kind of off topic. But the point is, is like when I mess up, I don't want to get yelled at or scolded because more often than not, I know I messed up. And I'm like, oh, okay, I have to figure this out now. But usually I'll go to Ellie or Maggie or Jack or Sawyer. Ellie, Maggie, Jack, and Sawyer, all of them. <laughs> you know, Izzy sometimes, too. Izzy's pretty good about certain things. But but I think the ones that were closest to home were Ellie, 
Maggie, Jack, and Sawyer, and I usually ask them, I'm like, hey, what do you think I should do in this situation? Like, what do you recommend? And they're like, well, I'm not going to say anything to mom and dad because it's not my story to tell. But, you know, if you have a problem, you know, you got to go, you got to do this or you got to do that or you say it like this or you say it like that. So they they do help me word it in certain situations where they're not going to freak out. Or they might be like, dad will flip his biscuits if you you tell him that, so don't tell him that. Um, I feel like I have... Like, a lot of, like, fake aunts and uncles, like, adult friends. And um, yeah. I I feel like I usually go to them when I'm in that type of situation. <laughs> and usually, like, sometimes they'll be like, oh, y- yeah, that's that's pretty bad. Like, maybe you should tell your mom. And I'll tell them to, that, like, we had a conversation about it and stuff. Um, or I'll go to, like, um, like, my church friends because I feel like we have, like, the most similar, um, like, views on stuff, or I'll go to, or, so, and they, like, they understand more, like, my parents, so they, they'll give me, like, reasonable advice. Yeah, that's yeah. interesting. Well, Daphne, I'm curious. You don't have any siblings, so how do yeah. you, and you don't really, you have, like, one cousin, so I'm just curious. How do you <laughs> figure out how to tell your, well, you're not, like, a bad kid, though. Like, you don't really <laughs> do a lot of stuff, so. Well, I do stupid things. I'm, I'm not perfect, like, like every human ever. So, yeah. <laughs> um, you're right. I don't have, oops, I don't have siblings, and I don't really talk to like I don't have very many outside relatives, so I don't really talk to them either. And I don't know anybody who has a similar parent situation mm-hmm. with, than me. So, I, I I don't know. I just always, I got into the habit from a really young age of. Um, telling my dad what happened at school every day. And on more than one occasion, it usually, um, some stories would end up with my dad being like, really, you did that? (laughs) You sure that was a good idea? Or like, I don't know if that was the best thing to say. You know, he'll he'll tell me, like, maybe you should not do that next time. But he won't be like, oh, that's terrible, I'm taking your phone, or, oh, that's, like, one time I did something, it was so stupid, but I was so proud of myself for it. So, we were in PE, and the opposite team had, it was volleyball, and the opposite team, we had tied, but I lied to the teacher and told him that we had gotten an extra point, because the people on the other team were really mean, and, like, thought that they were the best, and I was doing everyone a favor (laughs) by humbling them into thinking they lost. And so I told him that story. I was so proud. And he was like, so you lied for them to be humbled and then just didn't say anything else. And I was sitting there like, oh, no, <laughs> I did something bad. I know I haven't done that since. So yeah. come, come back to this question, though, mm-hmm. because how do you want your parents to react is the yeah. question. Like, oh. ideally. Like, what do you want the, them like to the, tell you? The, or? The, if they were to... If if they were to be there for you in whatever the most difficult situation is, I think you come be- home and you have to tell them something. How do you want them to react? Well, if Hang, I... Hey, sorry. Brooklyn, go first. Oh, oh. Uh, <laughs> I I mean, like I said, I'm a pretty emotional person. My emotions kind of lead, like, everything I do. So I feel like if I were to start talking about something, I'd just break down. And I wouldn't want them to say anything. I just want them to hug me and, like... Just, just let me cry, and then afterwards they could be like, "So that was not very smart. Um, maybe we should talk about some of the consequences and some of like um, 
just like what you what I think you should do, but like in the moment, just let me just let me feel just let me feel my feelings. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I remember um, I me and my friends did something stupid, and we made you know my dad was my dad used to one make time. music, and he was in like a band and stuff like that, and so. You know, we when my friend proposed that we made like made a stupid rap song, I'd be like, "Sure, let's do that." I heard that. Yeah, Toby so, played it for me. We, so we made we made a stupid rap song. You know, my friend made the beat. I, we all made our lyrics. We recorded, made a music video. Um, I immediately told my dad because I was I was somewhat proud. I don't want to get into it. <laughs> I heard it. That's so funny. It was incredibly bad, and so I showed it to him. And he he's sitting there, hand over his face, <laughs> he's just, like he's almost he's almost he's just shocked. He ends, he takes a deep breath, goes, "That beat went hard." <laughs> and, and honestly, as much as you know, he did. He's like, "Don't make, don't do that again." He was still like, thought it was a great song, and he showed all his friends and everything. But the thing was, I did not want to tell my mom because I knew how she was going to react to it. But he started, you know, even though they're they're split up, he was showing all of his other friends who were also like in the music and in the music and stuff like that. They all loved it, and then it started going around school. And one of my friends, her grandma used to is like friends with my mom on Facebook, and she and she's really close to her grandma. She shows the shows the music video, and she's like, "My grandma wants to like tell your mom about it." I'm like, Whew. and so I go to talk to my dad. He's like, "Yeah, I've showed it to all my friends. you she's gonna find out very soon. You should just tell her." And I remember I was just waiting for the perfect time. My brother had found out, and he was already planning on snitching just because, you know. And Well, yeah. that's what he does. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so I go, and I sit my mom down. I pour, pour her a cup of coffee. <laughs> you may want to sit down. And I go to the TV, and I play, play, the, play the video. I mean, and as I was picturing myself, maybe she'll just think it was nice. Maybe she, you know, I was hoping <laughs> she'd react nice. well. Maybe she thinks it's stupid, and maybe she'd laugh. She she started crying. Oh no! Of disappointment, and it was it was really it was really bad. And the the, the biggest thing was I was just like, don't tell and don't tell any of the other guys who are in this music video. Don't tell any of their parents because you know. Um, and she was she, it was it was really rough, and uh, you know, but luckily it's it's it, she she understood it. She was just like that was she she was like it was just so. And the, the funniest part was the vulgarness wasn't even the worst part to her. Uh, oh. We filmed the music video. On part of it, the music video was on the train tracks, and she goes, "You went on the train tracks? <laughs> when you know that's illegal. You could have gotten arrested." And I'm like, "That's that's yeah, that's the worst part of it. That was really. I'm sorry about that, mom. You know, I, I in the future I won't be on the train tracks. That was the biggest issue here. She's she got goes, her priorities she, straight yeah. though. <laughs> and honestly, that was that was kind of the best thing that I could have happened. But in reality, I feel like when it comes to you know telling your parents things, I, like I said before, I feel like what I want them to be able to do is just you know, turn into, not, not always turn into a lesson, but just, like, be, understand, you know? Because if you're telling your parent this, it's because you realize you made a mistake. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I feel like when a lot of parents hear this stuff and be like, well, that's why, and try to make it into a lesson, I, I it's like, the reason I'm telling you this is because I realize I made a mistake. Obviously, yeah. I'm learning a lesson from this, you know? So, so I, what I want you to do is just be there for me and understand this. You know, I'm telling you this so that you don't find out and get even more mad at me. I'm, I'm being honest with you. You don't need to turn to a lesson because I already know. I already know that I made a mistake, and that's that's something that I feel like a lot of parents don't really realize. I can't speak for everyone, but generally, I'm not a bad kid. I don't do horrendous things, but usually, when me and my dad don't get along, it's because 
we're fighting with each other, like we're clashing. But he's never, he's never been like you're a big disappointment. Yeah, he's never done it. I mean, he yeah. does say that sometimes, but jokingly, <laughs> it's a joke. <laughs> yeah, it's a joke. It's not real. But my parents are pretty understanding for the most part. Like, there's some things where it's like you cross the line, like you can't do this. But that hasn't been like that for a while. Most of the time, it's like, okay. Well, you did that, and I, I, like, there will be some consequence, like, some natural consequence that they mm-hmm. won't help me get out of. They'll be like, well, now you got to suffer that. Yeah. You just, you just blew a bunch of money on this, and now you got to suffer that, or something like that. It's, I don't know. They're, most of the time, they're pretty understanding about it. I think just not blowing up on, on kids is, like, the biggest thing, because that doesn't help anyone. Mm-hmm. Being yelled at and being told you're not enough feels pretty bad. So, yeah. I don't. I don't think blowing up on them or saying, you're going to be nothing in life. Like, I know some friends who have parents who will be like, you know, yeah. you forgot to do the dishes or you didn't do your laundry. You know, you know you're going to be nothing. You're going to be homeless. You're going to do something. And it's like, well, what? how does telling your kid that you're a disappointment help with anything? Like, it doesn't do anything. You should try to, like, really lift them up. Anyway, I'm getting sidetracked. But the point <laughs> is, is my parents are pretty chill, so... I don't really have to worry about it. Um, I think with the whole, like, disappointed card, I think... Sometimes I, as much as the disappointed card hurts a lot, like I would rather have the disappointed card and learn from it than have you like blow up in my face and be like, oh, start yelling at me and telling me all the, like that was a terrible thing to do. Like that was stupid. Like I'm telling you this because I know it was stupid. Like, right? And yeah, you have to respect like, even though your kid has done something dumb, you have to respect them, and they will give you the respect back, right? Yes. Yelling at them is not going to earn you any respect, right? And they're not going to listen to you anymore because of that. Well, and understanding that, like, we are kids. We yeah. make mistakes. We, we do people. do dumb things. We're not perfect. That's never going to happen. Yeah. That is... Oh, there is so much more... I hope you'll join us next week for the second half of this conversation. It was uh, fascinating, uh, interesting, uh, and uh, it was a lot of fun actually to be in the room and listen to them and see them interact with each other and all that sort of thing. So um, I hope that you've gotten some nuggets uh, out of this and as you've listened to each one of these kids. And, and, and I hope more than anything, if you're a parent and you're listening to this, that you, you've heard the kids talk about over and over again, really about listening. I mean, that's really what they're talking about. They just want to be heard. Um, and when you, when, when you listen, then they automatically, um, they, they give you, they, they give their ear back to you. Um, so I just want to encourage you to do that. Hey, if you like this, uh, content and you like what you're, you, you've, uh, experienced so far, I would just ask you, would you, uh, would you like and subscribe? Would you uh, put a comment in the comment section? If you got questions or you you got questions that you would like to ask these kids, put a comment in the in the comment section and let us know uh, what that might be. And uh, as always, you can check out our blogs and other info at inbetweenpodcast.com. Hope you have a great day.